Hey, sports fans, this is Straight from the Basement with Tamiami. I'm a sports fan who always said, if I never played a sport professionally, then I want to talk about it. I'm born and raised in New York City. Played organized basketball for several well-known teams in the mid-70s and the early 80s, such as the legendary Home Cold Rucker Tournament, Melbank, Stone Gym, and Riverside Church. LaGuardia House and my all-time favorite, Each One Teach One. Having sports in my life at an early age always kept me out of trouble. If I wasn't playing basketball, I was either playing football or baseball. Hey, sports fans, this is Straight from the Basement with Tommy Ami, where my opinions, views, and facts will cover the hottest, the latest, and the past sports events. Welcome once again. I want to continue to thank everyone who has liked and subscribed to my podcast. And if this is the first time you're viewing it, please do the same. Now, as always, before we even get a day's topic, I got one hot topic to talk about. We're talking about the NFL Draft 2023. Yes, listen, sports fans, we will think that the Super Bowl continues Philadelphia Eagles would have gotten some decent players in the draft the other night. But listen, (laughs) these dudes, we talking about first-rounders, Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith, they just not decent players. These guys are star players. I don't even know how Eagles lucked out on that one. I mean, listen, we talking about immediate impact. In the first regular season game, these two dudes are no joke. Listen, both come from Georgia Bulldogs. Yes, they are ferocious. (laughs) Again, no joke. Again, I don't even know how the Eagles pulled this off, but this is definitely the hottest topic. I know Bryce Young from Alabama, he went first like he's supposed to. Carolina Panthers got him. But he's not even the hottest topic. We're talking about these two cats right now who just went to the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles and NFC East is not going nowhere. So my Giants, those Cowboys, y'all better be ready because the Eagles ain't going nowhere. So I want to move on. I said in my last show, please let me know who was coming out of the Eastern and the Western Conference Finals. And I said I was going to read a few responses. So I got several to read. I got a Stephanie. She says, the Knicks and the Lakers. Now, I've been hearing this a lot, Steph. I'm hearing this from game after game. People are truly believing that the Lakers and the Knicks is going to meet up. We talking 50 years ago. I just told a buddy of mine, if it's the Lakers in town playing against the New York Knicks in this NBA Finals, yes, I'm coming out the savings account on this one because <laughs> I got to be there. Well, we got a Tanya. Tanya says, the Celtics and the Suns. Then we got Lorraine, and she says, the Celtics and the Suns. Then I got a big herb. He says, Celtics and the Lakers. Oh, listen, we talking about we talking about a rivalry that would never die. And then we got a John. 
John says, 76ers and the Denver Nuggets. Then I got a Tiffany. And a Tiffany says the Celtics and the Lakers. Then we got a Nicole. Nicole says the Celtics and the Suns. And then I saved the best for last. Good friend of mine. Good friend of mine. Longtime friend. We talking about cool DJ Red Alert from WBLS. And he says, it's hard to say right now. And I wasn't expecting nothing else from the Red Man because that's how he get down. He's just humble like that. And he just said, again, it's hard to say right now. So I want to get into today's topic. We're talking about the NBA Finals Bound 2023, number three. Yes, this is the third show because the just because the playoffs is what they are right now. It's the playoffs. They rocking and rolling right now. I mean, it's just it's just bananas right now. We got the conference semifinals on the road to the NBA Finals. We got the Bucks, the Hawks, the Cavs, the Kings, the Grizzlies, the Wolves, the Clippers, all eliminated. I mean, we are right now in these conference semifinals, and you already know how this is going down. So listen, I needed more opinions from you guys and from 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 different guests who is going to let me know later on in this show who's coming out of the East and who's coming out of the West. And this is the reason why I had to continue with this topic. So for this topic, I want to introduce my former guest to you. I have Big Mel from Queens, New York. I got Rail from St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, yeah. And we got Sheldon from the Boogie Down Bronx, New York. How's everyone doing, fellas? Talk to me. How y'all doing? Well, well, well. I'm good. <laughs> All right. Okay. I, hey, listen. Listen. I know we, 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 we. Just finished witnessing the Warriors and the Kings. Um, listen, man, it's 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 gonna be a war. The semi conference. This is gonna be a war with my Lakers and the Warriors, right? And uh, we're gonna get into that in a few. So welcome. I appreciate y'all for hanging out with me virtually in my basement. Right? I needed to hear more opinions regarding this topic. It, these playoffs have been, it's just been what we expected off the chain, whatever you want to call it. No joke. I mean, it's just so, so, so I'm, I'm, I got to keep it going with this NBA finals bound. And this is the number three. And, 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 and I, cause I needed more opinions. I just needed more opinions on what people are thinking. So I got six questions for each of y'all. And we're going to start with Big Mel. Which team is coming out of the Eastern Conference? Please explain their matchups and how you think this team will make it into the NBA Finals. Okay, okay, okay. Well, me, I'm looking at it. I'm going to say Boston. I'm going to say the Boston Celtics in the East. And I'm going to say why. I think they're the, the deepest team. If I'm not mistaken, I think they're probably probably the youngest team as well. At the same time, they got the experience. They was in the finals last year, you know, getting that bad taste in their mouth, you know. 
The difference this year with Boston is they got a point guard, which is big. Somebody who could kind of keep everything in, in order, run the offense might smoothly. Defensive side, for me, I don't have no faith in Philly. You know, I think it'd be as awesome, they center. But I think Harden, to me, is that he's the one, I think, to me, who never gets it done. And since they changed the rules, people don't realize, since they changed the rules, he don't get all that foul calling, all that stuff he was doing, that perceptional that he was doing. His mm-hmm. game is normal now, as people notice. His game is normal now. And that's mm-hmm. why, you know, that perception that they was doing, that he was doing with the ball, all them foul calls and all of that. That's just me. I just think his game, to me, was always overrated. That's always been me. But to answer the question, let's not get off topic a little bit. I'll say ball to Celtics. Celtics. Okay, so we got a Celtics going out of the East from Big Mel. Same question, Rail. Who, which team is coming out of the Eastern Conference? Explain the matchup. All right, so as far as the East, I believe right now the way it's looking is Boston. But I feel like if, if Miami takes New York, Jimmy Butler is going to the finals. That's, that's, that's the way I'm feeling. Buckets. Feel right now. buckets. Because he's playing lights out, and I feel like he's on this re- revenge tour right now where he's just trying to scrape up everybody that pretty much be, be forgetting about him during the regular season. So it's going to be between Jimmy and Boston. So it's just heads up. But to say someone, I'm going to say uh, Jimmy. I feel like Jimmy's going to the finals. Okay, so we got the Celtics and we got Miami. Same question, Sheldon. Which team is coming out of the Eastern Conference? Explain the matchup. I'm going to have to piggyback off of Big Mel and say Boston Celtics. They, they, I, yeah, I believe they're going to take it in the East. Um, You know, Boston, you know, they got them boy. They got Tatum. They got Brown. They got Smart with his leadership and tough play on the court. These dudes is like, they're shooting like 40% from three. They a top five defensive team. I don't see anybody. Maybe the Knicks might match up against them. You know, because the Knicks are playing to, even though they took a loss today. Right, right. Tibbs are straighten that out with those guys. But, uh, yeah, I got to say, for me, yeah, I'm, I'm going with Boston to come out of the East. Okay. So I got two Bostons, and we got one Miami. And, and due to the fact, I'm going to weigh in on each question. So I'm looking at the Celtics, man. And I, 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 I got to, you know – I know that's a rivalry between my Lakers and Boston f- forever, but I got to go with Boston too. And and because they healthy, you got big Robin Williams. He's healthy this year. And like Mel said, you got Brockton coming off the bench, the point guard, smoothing things out. I mean, they, they healthy. They, they, they loaded in every position. They loaded in every position. So as long as they healthy, yes, I'm going with the Celtics. Thank all three of y'all for your responses on question number one. Question number two, which teams is coming out of the Western Conference? Please explain their matchups on how this team will make it into the NBA Finals. Rail, talk to me. Okay, so for no, the West- excuse me. I'm oh, yeah. sorry. I'm going offline. I said, big. I said, Rail, I want to keep it in order. Big Mel, I got excited, you know, because we at the Western Conference because, you know, my Lakers, so I'm, I'm real pumped right now. So, excuse me. Mel. Okay, okay. Oh, this is going to sound biased because, you know, I'm a big Lakers fan. 
but I got to say the Lakers, but I'm going to have it on one condition. Okay. It's going to be based on AD. He has to take us to the promised land. If AD plays like a beast, we go to the NBA Finals. If he comes up small, then we out of there, and then I'm not to maybe put we gonna probably maybe put the maybe put Golden State back in there as the second team to come and to come to represent the West. But like, you know, I gotta say Lakers. AD's the key. That's AD. what I'm gonna say about that. He's the key. Forget LeBron. We know he does. We AD's the key on both ends of the floor for them to make it happen. You know, so between them, I got a little like between them and two other teams. I'm going to say, like I said, Golden State and the Suns. We'll see how that goes. You know, with the Suns and that series, they got they're going to have a tough series with Denver, so that's going to be interesting. So, but listen, listen, I hate to cut you off. I need one team coming out, man. You gave me three teams. I know so I, I gave you three teams. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to sum it up. I'm going to say Lakers. All right, there we go. That there you go. That's all I need to know. I need to know one team. There you go. That's the I one know. team right there for them. Listen, I know the West is not like the East, and every time these last the last two shows, everybody had problems with when I said with the West. Who's coming out the West? Yeah, I know the West is loaded. Okay, all right. So we got the Lakers. Rail, same question. Which? Who is coming out of the Western Conference? Please explain. I'm going to say I'm, I'm going to say LA. Even though this goes against my bias of Jordan, of Jordan being the GOAT, because I feel like Jordan's the greatest. And I feel like if LeBron goes to the finals and wins, it's going to mess up my argument. But I feel like it's possible. I feel like it's a possibility it's, it's going to happen this year because I don't I don't believe the series between uh, Denver and Phoenix, I feel like both of them, compared to Golden State and LA, I feel like the vets would just would, would just take over because I, I still don't believe it in Denver yet. And just watching and, and just watching Denver play Phoenix yesterday, Phoenix was just playing like the the monsters took their powers, like our Space Jam. It would just it would just it was just terrible. So it would be the winner between LA and Golden State. But I feel like just the way Golden State played against the Kings. I just, I just feel like LeBron's going to stop that. Okay. I, was, I wasn't. All right, Ralph. Thank you for that. wasn't expecting two Lakers back-to-back. -back. Okay. All right. Well, Dallas Cowboy fan, my man Sheldon, Western Conference, who's coming out? Explain the matchups. I'm going to have to shake up the shake up the bunch right now. Well, I figured you was. Oh, yeah. I'm going with the Denver Nuggets. I think they're coming out of the West. I, I believe I believe in the two-time MVP, the Joker. He's balling. Uh, boy, Jamal Murray, he's balling now like he was balling in the bubble when he was going up against Donovan Mitchell. When Mitchell was with Utah, um, Michael Porter Jr., he's balling. Gordon is balling. They're deep on the bench. These guys, I, I believe they're hungry. I think they're going to take out Phoenix as well. I don't think Phoenix... Uh, I mean, you got KD. KD is great. You got the point guard, Chris Paul, Devin Book, of course. But I just believe Denver, I think they want it more. So they're my pick to come out of the West. Okay. Listen, I think you the first guest out of these three shows said Denver. 
And I don't even think Denver came out of anybody's mouth other than Denver don't have the respect. No one's talking Denver. Rail, you just said it. You just said it. You know, we've been talking prior. No one's giving the number one seed any respect. And I think they've been taking this real personal. So you may have a point there, Shelton. Um, you know, the Joker, Murray, Porter Jr. in them. Listen, and, and 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 yeah, they 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 are disrespected. So they they playing like they got a big chip on their back. So we gonna see. We definitely gonna see. Thank y'all both, all three of y'all, for question number two. So we gonna move on to question number three. We have seen some ugly injections of players who has crossed the line. Do you think suspensions are warranted for the next game or the beginning of next season? Please explain why. Talk to me, Mel. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you keep everything pretty much the same. I just think the only difference is that I guess a lot of people had a lot of static as far as with the Draymond Green. Right. But they go, but they're going based on the history. They're going based on the history. And he, it's not his first rodeo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's why, but then I felt Sabonis as well. They should have kind of got him on that one too, because it's kind of like he started it. But at the same time, I think you keep them the same. I just think sometimes they got analyzed. I think they kind of overanalyze certain, these certain calls because they had one against um, what is that Harden? I think that was bad. You know, so you know some some play you can be like, okay, they they they're getting a little bit out of out of control. But I think you keep everything the same. I'm not. I don't have any problem with it. I know a lot of people did have a problem with the Draymond Green one, but I didn't have a problem with it. Guy got history, man. This guy been doing these these, these tactics, you know, exactly. all of that. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I ain't got an issue with that. All right, so so let me get this straight. You good with suspension the next game, and and not waiting for the the next season? Ah, next game. Next game. Okay. Same question, Rel. Same question. Same question. Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm have to I'm have to agree that, that the suspension would have to be for the next game, but only if it's something completely outlandish. Because I, I really feel like Draymond shouldn't have been suspended for that because Sabonis had him in a, in a full ankle lock. So I feel like uh, both both penalties should have offset, in, in my personal opinion. But I feel like if, if if it's something to where it's that extreme. Then yeah, the, the next game, but but not the start of the season. This next game, get it over with and just keep going. Okay, all right, okay. So I got two next games. Same question, Shelton. Same question. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna agree with my brothers, uh, Mel and Rel. Uh, the next game suspension, and you know, going back to the Draymond thing. Yeah, Sabonis. Yeah, he had him by the ankle, but y- y'all still it. Yeah, and Draymond, like Mel said, still has a history. With these antics, man, and like he he literally stepped on dude, yo. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I think the next game, you know, it's suspension, and and the rest of the league, it, they have to set an example. Like, yo, we're not going to tolerate this. Like, um, just to take a little left turn. I have a, a good friend of mine, one of his best friends is an NBA official. Okay. So, um, and he told me, my man told me that like he asked him like his boy that's an official like. Who's the worst? Who taught? Who pops the most jump and gets away with dirt during games? I can't get no names as far as uh, the right. record of my people, but right. 
my man just say that the official said Chris Paul is the worst. Chris Paul is the worst talker. Yeah. Chris Paul is the w- disrespectful. Ooh. Disrespectful, man. So to get back to the uh, question, to answer the question right. here, next game, suspend next him. Game. I have no problem with that. Okay. So let me tell y'all why I asked this question, right? Because I've been talking to a lot of people, right? Not only this for this playoff, throughout the years, right? When you get a Draymond Green who did what he did, right? When you get a, a Dellen Brooks who want to punch, hit my man in the groin area, right? Right? And when you, when you, you know, we can go back Dennis Rodman days. We can just, we can just go back. We can go back. Every playoff series, you got somebody doing something crazy and they get, they get suspended for the next game, right? The reason why I ask this question is because it's a series, right? And so when one of your key players do something stupid, right? It's that series. If he doesn't play the next game, that's hurting that team, whereas they can get eliminated, right? Now, I I, I got what people saying, well, he should know better to put his to put himself and his team in that situation, especially if it's a game six and they do something stupid and get suspended for game seven, right? People say, well, then, then, then don't put yourself in that situation. But you know, listen, we we as fans, we ain't on that court. Not even not even the teammates who's on the bench. I mean, the heat of the moment is the heat of the moment. And sometimes cats spaz out because they want it so bad. And so my thing is, yo, should we pen- should they be penalized right then and there in that series? Or should they get penalized when the season begins? They don't play a game, they don't play the first game of the next season, of the new game, of the new season. That's what I'm getting at. Because I know, if I'm not mistaken, real baseball do something similar like that. If I'm not mistaken. Right, they 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 penalize them. Cats don't play. You know, they first few games they suspend it, especially if they coming off for um using some steroids or whatever they using. Right, and they get busted. Right, so they hit them. They hit them in the next season, so they don't play. They may miss the first five games. You know, I had to throw that out because we talking series here. You know what I'm saying? And 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 and. Cats in the heat of the moment going to do certain things in the heat of the moment. They're not even thinking. But you guys said, hey, they got to get penalized the next game. Listen, I I, 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 I can't fight y'all. You know what I'm saying? I can't fight y'all. I, 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 needed, I needed to know because I've been talking to a few people, like I said, and some and a few cats said, yo, they shouldn't be hitting them the next the next game. They should be hitting them on the on the next on the regular season of the of the new season. You know what I'm saying? That dude is needed. I said, yeah, you're right. He's needed. But then the argument becomes, yo, then if he he should know better. But yo, you know how shit is. Excuse my French. Cats get cats with the heat of the moment. They get they yeah, I know. So so that's the reason why I threw that question out. Thank y'all for your opinion on question number three. Question number four. Are you a fan that agrees or disagrees with a coach playing a short bench? Talk to me, Mel. Short bench, yeah. You see it a lot, you know, with the short bench. I mean, I think I guess it's, I guess it's based on your personnel, but it just seemed like all coaches do it. 
they may sometimes because of an injury or if a game ain't close, you might see, you know, they might clear the bench. But like, I think it depends on that series. If we if we talking playoffs, you know, for the playoffs, it's it's all about the series and, and your matchup. If you got to shorten your bench, you got to shorten your bench up. Or if you got a matchup, you know, with bigs, whatever the case may be. I think it goes based on, you know, the series. So, yeah, you know. Okay. All right. All right. So you agree with it. You, you, you all right with it. Okay. All right. Same question, Rel. Same question. Should coaches be shortening their bench? You agree or disagree? Uh, I, w- I want to say that I'm, I'm have to uh, uh, agree with uh, with Mel that is is really situational. Me personally, I really don't don't care for like a short bench. I, I would like like to have like a full bench, like a, like a real deep roster where, right. where, you, where we can like rotate and have like different sets. That's right. the way I would prefer an offense to be run, well, a game to be ran with your squad, but. Really come down to situational. If everybody not carrying they load, then you probably just got to like short the bench up to to get the W. Okay, all right. Same question, Shelton. Same question. Yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not a fan of the short bench thing because I just feel like, listen, in order for these guys, you know, to get better and to get some experience, you got to yeah. get them in the game. You're setting them on the bench. These guys ain't getting no experience now. Say a player goes down, a major player goes down. And somebody from the bench got to come in. You ain't played this cat the whole season or throughout the series. Now he in there with the jitters. But now if you had played him during the season, got him off the bench, you know, he might be all right. So I'm I'm not a fan of the short bench. I feel like the only way for cats to get better is to be out there on the court playing. Yeah, I and I agree. And I'm jumping on this one. I disagree with coaches who want to just play eight, the starting five, and then just only bring two or three, and, and then everybody else sits. I always been against that, even back, even back in the '80s. Okay, I always been against that. Listen, if you got a bench, that, that is what you know. That's what you do as a GM. You make sure you got a nice starting five, but you got to make sure you got a decent bench. You play that bench, man. If you you play ten guys, you know what I'm saying. Don't burn, don't burn out your starting five. Like a lot of coaches used to do in the past, and still some still doing it. You burn out your starting five. You don't, don't do that because you because you need their legs come fourth quarter. It, 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 you know if if you're gonna still stick with your starting five, you know what I'm saying. You know I, I mean most coaches gonna stick with their starting four. Maybe one of the five is not a, is not not rocking and rolling, or his defense ain't just there. So you bringing somebody coming off that bench who defense. It's gonna stick and stay with that with the other four, but yeah, you got to play man. nine, ten guys, man. That's me. That's just me. You know what I'm saying? And keep 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 the legs healthy. Keep the legs healthy because everybody now shooting threes and shooting at the half court. They need them legs, man. <laughs> them need them legs. Yeah. So thank y'all for question number four. I'm gonna move on to question number five. This question is not related to this topic. Unless you are a star center in the NBA, it seems like the game has changed, whereas there's no real use for the backup centers. True or false statement? Now, before you answer this question, Mel, I asked this question on my last show. I got what I got, but I needed to know. I needed some more opinions on question number five, so that's why I'm throwing it back out there. Do you agree? This is a true or false statement. Talk to me, Mel. You mute. Unmute. Unmute. 
Okay, okay, okay. All right, so, okay, so it's true or false as far as the center. Backup center. I'm talking, I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it straight. I'm talking about the backup centers. I'm not even talking about the jokers and the NBs, the starting centers. I'm talking about the backup centers, fellas. I want to know, do, is, I mean, the way the game has changed so much, I mean, the backup centers is not even being used. So my question to y'all, is a true or false statement? Um, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say true. I mean, I mean, I mean, I guess like it kind of relates to the other question as far as like matchups, you know, because like like it's the small ball is definitely killing it. So that's what makes the centers kind of like get obsolete at times. Right. So you kind of see them in there coming in there, but it, it, it's the small lines that be killing it. So it's like you got forwards. It's like forwards and power forwards and no setter, you know? <laughs> and like you said, we ain't talking about the, the big boys that we know now. So it's it's tough. It's, it's all about matchups. You try to match up, or sometimes you straight, you know what? We're going to go big. I don't care who's on the floor. Thank I you. remember I remember we did that. We did that one year. We did that in the bubble. Lakers did in the bubble. It didn't matter what your team was, and we went big anyway. So it's all about your identity. Right, you know, okay. getting your identity. A lot of guys going small these days. That's what it is. It's the way the game is. It's crazy. Thank you, thank you for that. Same question, Rel. Same question about these backup centers. Yeah, like the lead, the lead really is going away from from my like stacking centers on the team to like just just getting rotation. But I really feel like they they they're still needed because you got to get boards and you and you got to get middies. You got to get some points in the paint. Because just watching this this past Golden State and Sacramento game, Looney had almost 18 boards in a quarter. Almost mm -hmm. just about like you like you need boards. Like you could jack up all the threes, but the threes not going to always fall. But the majority of the team still running small. But I feel like you still got to uh, invest in a nice two at least two centers to like rotate. So true. So true. Thank you for that. Same question. Sheldon, Shane, question. Talking about these backup centers. Ooh. Can I go split? <laughs> Can I go? Listen, you you know, it's a true or false statement, you know? And so whatever how you want to answer it. I mean, I do believe it's true that, you know, the backup centers with today's game is faster. You know, it's more of a guard and forward, forward game these days. So. And then you got some forwards that are playing center, like Draymond. You got a Kevin Durant. He may play some center. And how many true bigs do we really got out there? I mean, we got to be uh, the Joker, Rudy Gobert. Their backups, I mean, uh, I, I, I'll have to say it's true that the backup centers aren't really needed, as long as you got these power forwards filling in, my opinion. Okay, that's what I thank you, Sheldon. That's that's what I want to hear. Mm -hmm. I wanted to hear that in my last show because I'm I'm looking at the Dallas Mavericks, right? Who just who just jumped ship and said we're not even trying to make it even in the playing tournament. So they pulled the starters out, right? I believe that was a big mistake Mark Cuban did, right? Because you got, you, you know, you got a bench 
that Jason Kidd wasn't really using. You got Big McGee. I forgot the other big man that's on it. I mean, you 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 got big boys on, on, on that bench with Powell playing center. I mean, you 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 could have made some noise. Dallas could have, right? I look at my Lakers, right? We just got out of this Memphis series playing against Jackson Jr. Now, I know big Steven Adams is hurt, so he, he couldn't play. But I wondered if he was in this series with, with my coach Ham, still rotate when rotate Hachimura as the backup center to guard Steven Adams or a Jackson Jr. like he was doing, which was dumb, right? When you got big Gabriel, big Mo Bamba, and Tristan Thompson sitting on the bench, all these big bodies sitting on the bench, true sinners, right? I look at Chicago Bulls with Drummond. When, when, when they star center goes out, Drummond comes in, he plays, he plays some serious minutes from time to time. Okay, Tipolo, the New York Knicks coach, I give him two thumbs up because when, when Robinson, the starting center, sits out, you got Hartenstein coming in. He brings him in, and he's playing major minutes and doing well. So they don't miss a beat when it comes to rim protection and, and, and grabbing their offense or defensive board. Yeah, Mel, that small ball is just – pissing me off because I'm looking at teams, you know what I'm saying? Especially if you got the NBA package and you looking at these games weekday, weekend, weekday, weeknight. Yeah. And and and, and you seeing they bench who they got. And I'm a big college fan. You know what I'm saying? So I know who's coming out. And I know all the bigs who coming out year after year. And I'm not seeing them on the court. I'm not seeing them on the court. They sitting on benches. And like you said, well, Powell Ford's coming in, bypassing the backup center. Thanks. And I'm saying to myself, what is this? It's like no use for the backup center no more. Mm. And, and so so that's why I had to ask this question again, because you got the Embiid's and the Jokers and, and the ADs, and once they sit, it's like the backup centers that's there, the seven-footers that's there, they're not really coming in. They they bring them down. Now they go down to the power fort. Yep, yeah. I, I, I watched one game. You had the old man, my man, the king, LeBron, playing the five against against one big center. I can't remember that game. It was, a, it was a regular season game. I'm shaking my head like, what is he on, drugs, Coach Ham? What about offense? The problem is this league what is, is about this? offense. You, you got the 38-year-old playing against – I mean, it, it was crazy. I think it was against the Joker that Denver game I saw was a regular season. He had the he had he had he had LeBron playing against the Joker. I said, "What are you doing? What is this about?" <laughs> I'm trying to understand, but but I see more and more of that. And and yeah, the small boy is just killing it. And that's the reason why, fellas, I had to ask this question once again. Thank y'all. And so we're gonna wrap it up with question number six. Who will be the 2023 NBA champions? Please explain the matchup and why, Big Mel. Talk to me. Who's winning it all? Dang, man, I guess this is going to 
I guess I'm gonna sound biased once again for being okay. a Lakers it's okay. fan. It's okay. <laughs> being a Lakers fan, but AD, if AD be in beast mode, we could win it all. Lakers could win it all. Lakers in Boston, if you want a classic, Lake of Boston in the finals. And if AD is AD and be a beast mode, we could win it all. Okay. Lakers. So you got the Lakers. As long as AD, long as AD showed up each game. I got you. I got you. I agree with you. Same question, Ralph. Who's same question? Who's gonna be the NBA champs? All right. I feel like we're gonna see some chaotic basketball in the East. And I'm gonna have to agree uh, that the Jimmy is still gonna come out the East and it's gonna be a rematch of the uh uh, uh, uh what year was that twenty twenty? Right, the bubble, the bubble. The bubble, yeah, yeah, the bubble. Oh, the it's bubble, be, yeah, the bubble. Yeah, it's gonna be L.A. versus Miami, but I feel like Jimmy might take it this year. I don't know, like Jimmy just Jimmy just okay. playing different. All right, I'm not listen. a Miami Heat fan, but I don't know, he's, he's playing different. Well, okay. let's see, let's see how that ankle is feeling, cause yeah, oh. he that ankle pretty bad in the game. Oh, I didn't even see that. Oh wow, like, I didn't even see that. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. But he, he finished it. All my picks. He then. Finished it. Yeah, no, he finished it. You know, they got a day. They got a game. You know, they're going to shoot him up. So, you know, I think he be ready game two. You know, same question, Sheldon. Who's going to be the NBA champs this year? Talk to me. Explain. All right. Well, going to the finals, um, we got Denver. For me, it's Denver and Boston for the champ. Right. right. To win it, I'm going to give the edge to Boston because I just feel after last year, um, you know, when they lost to uh, Golden State, like they got a chip on their shoulder and they got some unfinished business. So I believe Boston, Boston and Denver for the chip. Okay. And Boston is seven. Boston is seven. Okay. So I got the Lakers, Miami, and Boston. And I'm going, and I ain't throw my opinions in either show up until now. And I'm going with my Lakers. Oh, my God. If we play the way we finished Memphis the other night, yes, yes, we we will win it all. Yes, yes, and 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 and, and but I need Coach Ham to really play his bigs when it when 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 AD sits. We cannot go small ball and get killed on the offensive glass. Other than that, I got the Lakers winning it. I got the Lakers winning it. You know what I mean? I got the Lakers winning it. And and I hear and I hear what you're saying about the Celtics, Shelton. You know, they got that chip. You know what I'm saying? They felt they should have won it last year, right? I got that. But the Lakers team, the players, besides LeBron, these cats are playing to win it all for LeBron. And 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 it and it is noticeable and it's been it's been mentioned. I know you guys, you know, I'm a Laker, so I stay on Laker News and Laker Nation. It's all about LeBron and and and, and getting him that next chip. These boys are playing, they playing for him. You know what I'm saying? Because they know he's on his way out. Plus, he broke the scoring record this year to get the NBA chip. Come on, man! Listen, it'd be it'd be it'd be it'd be, it'd be sweet in La La Land this summer. So, so we going with the Lakers. That's where I'm going with, 
And, and, and I got nothing else to say because I don't want to make this out of a Lakers show. So <laughs> Please, let's not do that, man. Yeah, so I, I'm going back off. Well, listen, I really want to thank my guests, Big Mel, Rail, and my man Shelton for hanging out with me virtually in my basement. I also want to thank you. Please continue to check me out, my viewers and listeners, on YouTube and subscribe. Check me out on my streaming platforms, Spotify and Apple. Also, please remember to check out the Dewey Does Foundation that is fighting childhood obesity, which helps support youth sports, fitness, and health at DeweyDoes.com. Plus, check out the Evenflow Coffee Company, created to combine the interests of coffee lovers, fashion, and music. For more information or to make a purchase, visit EvenflowCoffee.com. As I always say, sports is what keeps this world from going insane, either in a pandemic or no pandemic. Until next time, take care.